0: What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie and or TV show of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by Josh Primo. What's up, bitches? This week, we are closing out The Sopranos Season 2. We are reviewing episodes 10, 11, 12, and 13. And at the end of this review, we will give you our our overall season score in comparison to uh into comparison to season one, I have both scores on here. And uh we'll give you like a brief just overview of uh what we thought about the season as a whole. But before we jump into all the episodes, if you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Support us at any of those tiers, and you get access to our Discord channel. Where you basically become a creator/slash producer of all of our content. You know, uh, you don't just get surfing the stream or the two-game podcast. There are other podcasts out there that we do. I have an audio book that's gonna come out uh within the next few months, so that's always fucking exciting. And it's gonna be uh hopefully pretty funny. And then uh once we get a certain amount of subscribers, we hit our next goal, we are gonna be picking up our youtube channel every single week with uh with weekly content there as well. I actually just started doing some let's play series of uh ACN Alien Isolation on there so you can come check me out getting uh scared shitless by being chased by an alien. It's fucking gives me anxiety but you know apparently everybody loves me screaming like a little bitch. Oh. <laughs> uh but yeah, other than that Let's go ahead and jump into this, sir. Get it, sir. We got a lot to talk about. Four episodes this week. We don't normally do that many. All right, episode number 10, Bust Out. Tony begins to panic when he learns of an eyewitness of a major crime. Pussy feeds the FBI false information. Richie, spurred by a manipulative Janice, tries to get Uncle Junior support in finding a way to usurp tony and carmela shares an awkward moment with scatino's brother-in-law what did you think about bust out sir
1: i liked it man i liked it i liked it a lot happens in this one you get to see the further progression of uh davy scatino's character you get to see further into who tony soprano really is i think and then you also get uh carm you know, she has been her hypocritical self. Uh, You got to see Junior and Richie. So I think all around well-rounded episode.
0: I will absolutely agree. I'm going to take it a step further, sir. I think this is off the top of my head. This might be top three episodes for me up to this point that we have reviewed. Um. I think it's right up there with the, the pilot and the season finale of last season. This is definitely one of my favorite episodes that we have reviewed so far. Uh, overall, just a phenomenal episode. One of the best written and acted episodes. The one thing that really, that really kind of put it over the mark for me is we get a lot, like you said, we get a lot of just about everything in this episode. But Tony, okay, I know Tony gets touched on shout out in every single episode. but this episode they put him through the ringer in terms of developing and kind of showcasing multiple sides to his character. I mean one second we see him sad next second we see him kind of you know uh regretful next second we see him have like relief when the uh when the uh, the witness recants. And then the next second we have him angry and then we have him scared. Just so many emotions that they have put this character through in one episode. And I don't think it really works that well if James Gandolfini does not act his fucking ass off in this episode. That dude. That that is the best acting in the entire show up to this point was James Gandolfini in this episode. Uh, I, I think he he definitely put it over the mark for me, and then like you said, we have stuff with Carmella, we have stuff with Pussy, Polly's up in there as well, and then we got Janice and Richie kind of developing that tension along with with Tony and his relationship, and just progressing like Carm's storyline, her character as well as just a whole bunch of stuff that they're just touching on in this in this one episode, guys. I normally write down about half a page of notes per episode, just my favorite moments and some of the key things I want to talk about. I have an entire pages, an entire page worth of notes for this one episode. I fucking love this episode.
1: It's great. My favorite scene in this whole thing was when they're in the sports store. You got Pauly, you got Tony, and you got Pussy, and then you got uh, Dave, Davies. Because I always get jacked up on his last name <laughs> but you know it, and uh, Furio and it, it was just funny because they were able to impart some dry humor into it while it shows you know Tony's side of you know oh fuck what did I do because I, I could be going to jail for life over this and it was just very well done
0: I agree um uh... I think there were there were multiple scenes in the uh, sporting goods store, wasn't there, if I'm not mistaken? Or was it just the one?
1: Uh, it was just that one big one.
0: <laughs> Shout out to that.
1: <laughs> there was two. Uh, there was the uh, the first one, and then uh, another one with just Tony and Davey. And I want to touch on that one next. But, you know, whenever they're walking in, and he's like, uh, T, you they got an eyeball witness. Like, what? <laughs> An eyeball witness. (laughs) (laughs) And and Furio says, maybe you should lamp chop it.
0: (laughs) 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 No, I, I agree. I think that one scene in particular has a lot of just hidden humor in there. I don't think I ever really caught on to that humor up until this time watching it and kind of following along with it. And, you know, this is one of those moments where Tony is just kind of he's just fucking depressed about it. You know, he's, he's fucking worried about being arrested and going away for life. But then you have like his best friends there and they're all like cheering him up. And he even like, he even mentions, you know, y'all motherfuckers cheering me up and shit. And I, I agree. I think that is one of the best scenes in the entire, in the entire episode. But going off of what you just said a second ago, the uh, second sequence, which that was when he was, uh, that's when he was laying in the tent, right? Yeah. And then yeah. Time, he was like, Why'd you do it? This is what I do, man. I was like, "Damn, dudes, i holding back."
1: No, and it just shows you what kind of person Tony is. He's, uh, you know, it seems like he can be your best friend in the world, but as soon as you step into his line of work, then all bets are off. You know, that's his bread and butter, as he put it. Hey. And and it's so it's so funny how he disconnects, uh, say his personal life from business life because you know he's over there talking to Davy about something that happened in his childhood. Davy tries to uh to <laughs> right. interject and Tony's like, "Don't be reminiscent with me." <laughs> yeah, <is> fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. <laughs> Damn it.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, a few episodes ago when when I actually when I actually, I think it was like one of the what, the first two episodes, three episodes, I can't remember. Uh when he actually Started doing the bets and whatnot. Tony was telling him, "Hey, you don't want to do this." But dude, once you once you get into all that and you got his money, dude, he's got you and he's not fucking letting you go. Like he fucking warned you. And yeah, yeah and, and, and he and, even admits, "Yeah, I knew it, but you know, I, I tried to warn you." But this is my bread and butter. This is what I do.
1: And I knew you had this store that I could get my money from.
0: <laughs> exactly, and I mean they're they're picking that place apart up to this point. Like they're they're buying what fucking ice chest, plane
1: tickets, <laughs> cooler. Yeah, you said ice chest. I did. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> they bought shopping carts. They bought a buggy. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh let's see dude i got i got a whole bunch of notes here i'm trying to I'm trying to sort through them let's talk about i'm trying to keep it a little bit more organized but this episode here I'm trying to look at my notes uh oh yeah let's go back to the one scene where they're all in there and they're talking and shit like that dude it, do you not know, find it weird that seal's not in that movie in that episode with them in that store
1: no, I don't think I don't think he had anything to do with that. Like, I think uh, Pauly was in on doing some shady shit, and Tony and Richie, and I think Syl just was not involved in you know doing anything with the uh, actual store.
0: But this was all about like him getting caught and going to jail and shit like that. You would think him of all people would be there. Even if it doesn't involve him.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe so.
0: Hmm. All right. Now let's move on. Let's talk about Janice and Richie. Great overall scene with them two. And there's like so many layers to it. This is the this is the part where they're having the sex scene. And they're on the couch and he's got a gun to her head. And she's just like, oh my, you're the best. You're the best you're the best. I'm like, God damn, how many, how many times are you going to tell me he's the best? Like, <laughs>
1: like, uh, like, how'd term- I'm
0: not, I'm not only once, sir. <laughs> 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 not going to turn this into a Pornhub episode.
1: So. I've never been more flaccid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're going to have to go to patreon.com to get the moans. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bullshit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Paywall bitches.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, I thought the, uh, I thought the sex scene was definitely over the top, but I think it was it was supposed to be that way. And then we have, you know, Janice trying to pour fuel on the fire between Richie and Tony. And she does this over the next couple of episodes as well. And like she knows how much Richie does not like Tony. And she's just she's just trying to get over she's trying to get that power position, you know? Because if Richie, you know, kicks him out, kills him, whatever, caps him, uh, you know, Richie could possibly ascend to the top and he could be making a lot of money. And that's really all Janice really cares about is she's, she's like a weird version of Carmela. If you think about it, we don't necessarily get like some of the different sides of her as we do Carmela. Cause you know, Carmela is definitely multi-dimensional in terms of her character. I mean, one second she's, I mean overall she's like super hypocritical and whatnot, but she lusts for not not only for old dude, uh Scantino's brother-in-law, but she also lust for the luxury and the the items and shit like that. So kind of like one and the same, except she doesn't have that multi-dimensional aspect to her character. So uh we got Janice doing that, and then Liv comes down the stairs on the stair chair. Are you smoking marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it was about her fucking rolling down the, the, the stairs, a stair chair. It was so fucking funny to me.
1: <laughs> you know, it makes me wonder about her because, you know, Meadow came over to her house just to tell her she got accepted to college and grabbed money from her. And Liv's always like, I don't have any money, but that tells me she may have been left with a big package. <laughs>
0: Shout out. (laughs) Okay. In just about a perfect episode, that one scene, to me, it bothers me. What did that have to do with anything?
1: I don't know. It's kind of weird. It kind of shows like Meadow's really the only one that has a relationship with her that's not crazy but then it, at the same token i think it uh showed us that you know liv is better off than what she says
0: yeah i mean maybe so i just i saw that scene i was like uh okay <laughs> this is this is totally fucking random like she shows up the whole scene lasts what a minute <laughs> like she shows up gets the money and leaves there's like no conversation whatsoever
1: and yeah that that's what makes... That's what makes me think that she has money, because it's like you know, everybody gives a uh, a gift or something at graduation, and you know,
0: I don't know. I mean, you're you're you have you have the best guess for me, sir, (laughs) because I I I really don't know, and I was I was hoping you would know, but I'll 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 go with that. Okay, I would definitely. I'm
1: I'm still flaccid from your moaning, so. I fucking bone.
0: Uh let's talk about one of my favorite lines or favorite jokes in the episode. And that's when Richie is saying, you know, fucking Dick Barone. And then Tony says, well, I mean, as long as you two are happy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Never caught that joke before. Never fucking <laughs> caught it. <laughs> I am telling you, subtitles has helped this show tremendously this season for me. tremendously. Because I, I heard the joke and he's like, well, as long as you two are happy. And I was like, wait, what the fuck did you just say? And I, and I rewound it a little bit. And I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one. It's, uh, we got, we got some stuff with pussy in this episode. Polly, you know, Right. They're talking about, you know, lamb chopping it out. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, pussy says, uh, I, I keep a, a spare, uh, suitcase in my trunk and then pussy fucking calls him out on it. Yeah. And then pussy goes fucking bygones are never bygones. Yeah.
1: He's like, I always carry a suitcase in my car. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs>
0: uh, fuck, Dude, the stuff with pussy in this episode, with that whole, just everything, man. Like, I fucking love this episode. Honestly, the pilot is so fucking good. The season finale of last season was so fucking good. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. This might be... Number two. Might be my it's favorite. Up there. It was good. I don't know.
1: It, it, it was good. I ain't gonna lie.
0: And then also one last thing that, or not one last thing, but one of the things that I want to talk about in this episode is some of the stuff with Carmela. Uh once again, we get that hypocritical side of her where she's lusting after after Vic. And obviously. Uh, It'd be kind of spoilers from here forward, so I won't mention it. But we get that, and then we have a great scene with her and Tony where she starts hitting him. And it makes you wonder, like, is this the straw that kind of breaks the camel's back in in terms of their marriage?
1: I don't know. Them two have been kind of... They kind of have that kind of relationship. You know, you always know that one couple that like to hit each other and the next day they're like i love you so much
0: yeah but I, we haven't seen that on the series yet though
1: no There's, but they they get mad at each other quite often
0: oh quite often yeah they get mad at each other <laughs> <laughs> i'm not just that but it has never turned physical like no, no you right pissed off at him and she starts hitting him and tony is laughing Not laughing, but like, you know, he's smirking. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I think that's exactly what he says. And he just pushes her off of him. And, uh, you know, I have never related to a scene probably more in the show than when he sits down after having an argument with his wife. He gets the paper for like two seconds, looks at it, and then throws it down. Because, you know, he's too pissed off to read it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I have never related to a scene more. (laughs) because <laughs> you know you get in an argument with your wife she pisses you off you sit down I'm, I'm gonna watch a fucking movie man you N- know what I'm too pissed off to even watch it
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even want to do nothing now <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah man overall 10 out of 10 for me this this is either number one number two for me uh, in terms of the show so far
1: yeah yeah, I gave it the same score sir mm mm we should take a point away for you saying lust so many times, but I digress.
0: <laughs> I was I was thinking about being a dick and giving this like a 12 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, fucking like patient pain, pain scales. It's a 12 out of 10. <laughs> so it's a 10 out of 10. Okay, I'm writing that down.
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right,
0: episode number 11. Let me get my shit out. Uh, House arrest. At the request of his lawyer, Tony spends time in his legitimate waste management career. Richie and Junior take risks to sustain a profitable cocaine network. Tony's health declines, as does the health of Dr. Melfi. Junior reunites with an old girlfriend while under house arrest. So what did you think about uh, this one, sir?
1: Uh, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, I got to see, I don't think it's as good as the last one we just watched, but I do think it's very good because you get to see the Tony and Junior, uh, you get to see actually more of Dr. Melfi than we ever have because, uh, you know, it's kind of just the only time you really see Dr. Melfi through the series is when it's with Tony and this was kind of more focused on her character development this time. And, uh... You know the whole outlying episode is Tony and Junior are both bored, you know Juniors on house arrest, Tony's per se has to be more legitimate, and both of them are used to doing those shenanigans and now that they're having to stay away from their you know daily activities they' used to do, they're both bored in this whole episode, and it's it's very well done.
0: I agree. I I didn't really look at it in the terms of them being bored, but once you said that I'm like, well, that fucking makes sense. <laughs> because they are. I mean, this dude, uh, jun- junior is talking to this this old girlfriend and then she comes over unannounced and you know, he's just he doesn't want to talk to her, you know? Like he, she fucking talks too much or some shit. And what what does he say? Uh What does he oh, what the fuck did he say? He says something about her feet. <laughs> And he says, you know
1: how I feel about Yeah, she has bunions. You know Bunion how I feel about feet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I fucking love Junior.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, man, uh, I think some of the biggest stuff in this episode kind of goes to, to Melfi. I've never been super excited about some of the stuff that she does outside of you know, the therapy sessions with, with Tony, I feel like she is one of the weaker characters so far in this series in terms of one that reoccurs like every single episode. I think she's definitely one of the weaker, but in this episode, they do a lot of, a lot of heavy lifting with her character. I mean, this is the first time we see her, you know, prior to a therapy session with Tony and she's over here taking a shot of, uh, of, of alcohol. And, uh, She just seems very antagonistic towards Tony the entire time. Like, I I don't know if you've noticed that, but since she has started her therapy sessions back with Tony, obviously she has become an alcoholic, but she's also changing her tune in terms of how she is emotionally supporting Tony up to this point. Season one, you know, she was just kind of talking him through it. You know, she was being really helpful and trying to, like, honestly, trying to make him feel better and shit like that. This season, you know, once they get back into it all, it's more in, in terms of, you know, she's calling him out on his bullshit. She's super antagonistic. And I I love how they've kind of changed the character a little bit, uh, especially in this episode. But they, they've kind of dipped their toes in it a little bit over the last few episodes. So yeah, the whole stuff with Dr. Melfi and then uh, you know, she she treats Tony because she thinks he's a train wreck and she can't turn away from it. So I just think everything that they did with Dr. Melfi in this episode was absolutely fantastic. I think if they didn't have that strong of writing and whatnot with the, the, let me phrase that strong of development of her character in this episode I think I would have liked this episode a lot less, which is really weird because like I said, she's one of my least favorite characters.
1: Yeah. Uh, Junior scored it big, but there is one episode. Uh, one, since we're talking about Dr. Melfi, one scene that I loved when, when her and Dr. Elliot, he was giving her, uh, she was you know talking to him about it and she's like, well, what would help? And he's like, uh, losing weight would help. I was, like, damn. I, I, damn. I was like, dude, that's, a, And the look on her fucking face, man, was priceless. <laughs> and then you get Junior after he comes out of that surgery, and he's like, oh, it feels like you put a sledgehammer to my balls. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and he wanted to go to the restroom, and, uh... Bobby says, well, "We're going to bed, Ben." He says, "I'm not a cat. I don't shit in a box." <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, lots of great one-liners from him. I, 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 there were so many. I was like, I don't even know which one to even write down. Man, I'm just going fucking. I'm, I'm hoping Josh can do it.
1: <laughs> and and then right after that, man, that FBI agent comes in to put on his ankle monitor. And he says, "They give you all the important jobs." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: What? What about uh? You know, he gets his hand stuck in the garbage disposal, and Janice and Richie come in and they're like, "Why didn't you just call a plumber?" He's like, "With, <laughs> what? <laughs> With what? My fucking
1: toes." <laughs> and Richie's like, "You're flexing. Relax. <laughs> <Did> You're flexing." <laughs> how did it go? Uh one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
0: you can make the case that that scene with him, you know, telling him he's flexing, relax took way too long and they drew it out. I could argue it lasted perfectly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> yeah, you lasted
0: just long enough, sir.
1: Uh, and then you got him, um, you got, you got, you know, uh, Tony and Junior are meeting in the doctor's office after, you know, he's told Richie numerous times not to sell Coke on the uh, trash route. And he's getting fitted for that uh, fucking CPAP machine, dude. And he says, how many MiGs did you shoot down?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, you and I kind of talked a little bit about about that scene uh, off air. And you and I both never caught that. It was a Top Gun reference.
1: No, never did, man. I never understood what that meant. And then I don't know what clicked this time. I was like, that is funny as hell. But there was one thing I wanted to ask you about. So, you know, uh, when Junior's at home and that young, uh, blonde-headed home health nurse comes in? Yeah. Do you think she was FBI? Hmm. Because later on in the episode, Junior's asking about where that little girl is because he wanted to, you know, apologize or send her flowers because, you know, he made that reference about his erections. I don't know. But, But everybody's like, no, we don't know where she's at. She never showed back up.
0: Yeah, but that was the doctor. So I would assume that maybe he wouldn't even know about her. If she was an FBI agent, unless they just came out and was like, Hey, when he asked you about this, uh pretend like you know her.
1: Yeah, but what I'm saying is why did the girl just up and disappear? That makes yeah. me think she may may have been FBI.
0: But what I'm saying is why would the FBI get with the doctor?
1: They don't um, get doc- with the doctor. She just hired.
0: So you you just think she d they, they they're under the assumption that she is just a regular nurse. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm tracking now. I'm tracking
1: now. Ah, yeah. Uh, I mean not, not not to throw down a spoiler, but something similar to this is brought to our attention later on.
0: Now I'm trying to think of what that is.
1: It's the uh remember Junior hits on that one nurse and he's like your laugh lines she's like, oh, you gotta watch this one.
0: No, I don't remember
1: that. (laughs) This motherfucker here.
0: (laughs) Well, we'll get to that episode eventually.
1: (laughs) Eventually. You're you're a fucking dick still.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, overall, I I think I kind of agree with you. I think Junior really carried this episode along with Dr. Melfi. This is definitely out of the four episodes that we were reviewing, this is the weakest episode. But that's not but that's saying a lot considering the other three episodes, though. So, yeah, I gave it an eight out of 10.
1: I got a nine out of 10. And that's because Tony was told to do stress management, and the very next scene cuts to him railing his secretary on the desk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and what is just like. I don't know, just a weird sex scene. <laughs> like, I don't know. I can't I'm not I'm not even gonna describe the sex scene to y'all, but it just it felt like one person was doing one thing and the other person was doing the other.
1: Uh could you reenact uh, how she
0: sounded? <laughs> <want> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> you totally paused. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I contemplated. <laughs>
0: All right, moving on to the penultimate episode, number 12, The Night in Watt. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: excuse me? <laughs> I was like, that
0: was, my Mississippi came out in me in that one. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the knight in white satin armor. <laughs> what did you think about this episode, sir?
1: Why? I liked it, man. It, it was a good episode. Uh You get to see the development between Richie and Junior. You get... uh I don't know. You kind of get how they are so backhanded in, in like, the mob. You know, it's where... Everything is good, but when it doesn't go their way, they start looking for another angle to work. And then you start to see, we're introduced to Jackie Jr. this episode, really. And we start to see the development of his douchebag self. And it kind of shows more in of light on how Tony wants his cruise ran.
0: You know, I totally did not read the uh, episode summary. <laughs> totally skipped that. Uh, so I'm going to read that real quick, and then I'll give you my uh, my thoughts on it. <clears throat> Richie continues his insubordination to Tony, though he is engaged to Janice. When Tony tries to break off his relationship with his Gumar, uh Irina, she attempts to commit suicide. A minor domestic dispute turns violent, though it provides Tony with a resolution to his problems with Richie and Janice. I think this is a fucking amazing episode. I absolutely love this episode. Obviously, and we'll, we'll kind of jump into it in a little bit, in just a little while when we get back to when we get to the uh, season finale. But one of the major storylines all season has been that tension between Tony and Richie, and then all the people kind of like surrounding them, you know, and that finally comes to head. Shout out. <clears throat> and we finally get resolution to that uh conflict that has been kind of boiling this entire season. And I thought I don't know, I thought it was interesting that they decided to go with Janice being the one to to whack him, you know. Shout out to that.
1: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you have my attention. <laughs>
0: I thought that was interesting because, you know, the whole season has been Tony and Richie and all that. So I think they did a nice little fake out there because you think it is going to be Tony versus Richie at the very end. So uh, I love that. I love that. That choice there uh, from the uh, from the creators and the writers. But the what whole
1: thing about go ahead Sorry. go ahead. No, go ahead. No. what, what did you did you not feel like this would be a season finale episode?
0: So I feel like it's going to be spoilers, but I mean, we're st- we're still talking about the episode in just a little bit. So I'll, I'll tell you this. Yes, it 100% should feel like a season finale, but it feels like part one of a season finale. Whereas uh, episode 13 is like part two of it. Because there are two conflicts this entire season that has been going on in the background. And that is one, which is, Uh, Resolved in this episode, and that is Richie versus Tony. The other conflict that has been kind of brewing since season one, that is Pussy versus Tony. So I like how they kind of divide those two conflicts being resolved into these two episodes. And I, I think they did a great job writing that because if you if you stop and think about it, can you can you reverse it? Could you put episode thirteen in front of this? Well, no, because of what what happens at the very end of episode thirteen with him getting arrested. So I, I thought I thought it was I thought it was great. I thought the them resolving both conflicts was a nice way to yeah, maybe the season finale wasn't as As sexy or as exciting as maybe this episode where, you know, the whole thing we've been talking about this entire season is just how great of a villain Richie is. But if you think about it and you go back and look at some other TV shows, penultimate episodes, the episode before the last, tends to be almost the better episode. Because that's where usually a lot of the storylines get resolved. What you think about that?
1: Well, sir. Okay.
0: Uh, are you fucking, like, having a stroke over there?
1: I'm thinking about it. Okay, I will be here all night. <laughs> you know, I, uh... You know, I like the aspect that Janice is over here setting Richie up to take out Tony. And, you know, she's on and on and on about it. And finally she steps over that line and he punches her in the face. You know, it, it was it was great to see her finally get pushed back. Finally, you know, she's like, yeah, he doesn't want you around your kids. And uh, what what does it matter if your kid's gay? And, you know, it just going on and on and just pushing them because she wants him to to take out Tony. And then, you know, he's like, you know. Get my dinner and shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just deadly on the guy, and he punches in her in the face. And, and she comes back, and he's like, "What you gonna cry?
0: <laughs> you gonna cry, cry, baby, cry."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I I guess I'm like you. It was uh like a bait and switch because I totally never seen that coming when I. Uh, Watched this for the very first time because I thought it would have been him versus Tony. But then it's weird that as soon as she calls Tony, he drops everything and helps his helps her out.
0: Yeah, that whole relationship is so weird to me. Like I can't put my finger on it like he he says he's fucking done with her one episode. And then, like you said, uh, she calls him up and he's like, I'll be right over. And yeah. I, think, I think that goes to the to the back to the original, you know, some of the things that we've been discussing over, uh, you know, several episodes. And that is Tony will be I mean, he'll do just about anything for family, even if they like, piss you off, you know, unless yeah. you're, unless you live, he will still not discuss you or uh allow anybody else to talk about her.
1: That is correct. <laughs> My favorite, i yeah, I think it would better to be one of my favorite is when Richie is meeting with Tony outside and it's raining. It has Jackie Jr. there. I love that scene because it shows that, you know, as we're finding out, uh, you know, Jackie Jr. is Jackie April, his son, which he was the boss before Tony. And he did not want his son to be in this line. Well, Richie is his uncle and he's kind of pulling him this way and Tony doesn't want him there but Jackie automatically assumes he has respect and stroke because of who his dad was and nobody respects him
0: I I, love, I, I forget what he told what he told him uh but <laughs> Richie looks at him and he goes hey he just told you to shut the fuck up <laughs> And he told me to go fuck myself.
1: <laughs> I was <laughs> and, like, yes. You know, we get that even more when Junior is with Richie in in, in his kitchen talking about, you know, how the meeting with uh, Alley Boy went. And Jackie starts piping up and Junior's like, did you fucking hear something? Who the fuck is that speaking? Right. <laughs> I was like. Damn, that was like the ultimate disrespect thing there ever.
0: And if you've noticed, he also had his back to him. A lot of the disrespectful things that they do to everybody, other than like obviously them loud capping them and saying, you know, shut the fuck up. I mean, we had Richie, and what was it, a few episodes ago, that he was trying to talk to Be- Bevilac- Bevilacqua, uh, Matt and Sean. And, uh, you know, he never turned around and talked to them face to face. He he didn't show them respect. It, it's a common theme in a lot of these episodes where if they don't if they don't respect you, they're not looking at you.
1: I didn't even catch that in the, that scene. Indeed, sir. Uh, also, <clears throat> so one of the
0: biggest things about this episode is. You know, last season. Junior got played by Liv, right? Rick. This season, Richie is getting played by two people. He's getting played by Janice, and he's getting played by Junior, who got played last season. So I thought, it, I thought it was very interesting that they did that they did this because you have both playing him in different ways. Shout out. I'm going to go with a shout Gee.
1: out. On that. <laughs> you, have,
0: <laughs> you have. You have Junior who is kind of leading him on. And, you know, yeah, yeah, let's let's take him out and shit like this. Go ask this guy. But he's doing it with ulterior motives. You know, he's actually he actually decides who am I better off with? I'm better off with Tony. Because he has respect. Yeah, Yes, pool. And that was it was like a test that he he put Richie on, you know, and Richie failed it. And that's how he turned to Tony's side. So you have Junior kind of doing his manipulation one way for himself. Janice is manipulating Richie in the way to take out Tony, which benefits her because she wants, you know, the the status and whatnot. So I think. The two different, you know, both of them are playing him in two different ways, but they're also similar. I don't, I don't know if that makes any sense to you, like the way I just explained it.
1: Uh, guys, like, uh, I got a shopping cart and I got a boogie. <laughs> 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 fucking bravo, sir.
0: <laughs> that is probably the best <laughs> clapback <laughs> that we've had on the on the show so far to bring that fucking <laughs> full circle on me. <laughs> I have nothing.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go ahead in the podcast right here, sir, cuz it ain't getting no better for me. <laughs>
0: It's fucking not, man. Not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I just I, I love what they do with with Janice and Junior in this episode, playing off of Richie, and then you know obviously he gets he gets crap crapped. <laughs> <I can't laughs> talk obviously he gets capped at the end of the episode. But a couple other things I want to talk about in this episode. Obviously we have the whole Rena Tony shit, which. She has never been one of my... like. She is definitely one of my least favorite characters. I find her kind of annoying, to be honest with you. And, you know, for him having a Gumar this entire time, we haven't really spent a whole lot of time on her. I want to say she's only been in, what, two episodes other than this? Do you know off the top yeah.
1: of your head? Uh, she was on the one where he grabbed the dude's balls because he wouldn't mind his own business on the boat. Yeah. Uh, she threw that statue and says, "I'm not your fucking whore." <laughs> How'd it go? Uh, well one time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
0: we we get that shit, which is not is some of my least favorite stuff in the episode. But I I thought they did a great writing on it to to make it interesting. Uh, but the the best stuff in this episode to me, outside of the whole Janice and stuff. Janice, Richie, and Junior, Carmella, and Tony. Dude, fucking loved that shit. You know, Carmella standing behind Tony when he's on the phone with Irina was absolutely priceless. You know, she knows he's on the phone with her, and it's it's acting with just facial expressions that has really made me appreciate the show more more so than I, I usually do. But her face was just priceless. And then he tells her, "Ah, oh, I I ended it." But then she said she wanted to, she wanted to kill herself and commit suicide. And she's like, "You're making me feel sorry for the whore you're that fucks you." <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that I mean, was.
0: And then toward I think this is towards the end of the episode. Uh, Carmela is relieved that you know Tony wasn't cheating. She. And he's in, he's over there with Richie. You know, uh, she calls the phone over at Liv's yeah. house. And it's almost kind of like relief from, her, and from you, her, her facial expression.
1: And it's amazing because not often do they connect, you know, like a storyline so closely together. But in the next episode, we'll see how she, that whole phone call from, uh, his Gumar's name—I can't think of it. All of time. Irina. <laughs> yeah, and how she uses that to just you know take a shit right on his face and, and gets him back for uh that, and I think it makes him pay in a way.
0: Well, the last thing that I will say about this episode before I give him my score is, you know, like like I said a second ago he was on the phone with her said you know she wanted to commit suicide and you know all that shit right the very end of the episode they end it with Carmela saying that she's going to go to uh to Italy right this that's that episode right
1: oh, i thought it was the next one that that's the one i was referring to
0: okay cuz she says uh you know i i got to go tony because if i don't i may just commit suicide i was like
1: damn <laughs> yeah i was like And and if you've ever noticed when them two have a fight or he does something with his Gumar, or she finds out about it, that dude pays the fucking price money-wise. Because we've seen her already once uh, redoing the fucking house. All the furniture and shit. And he's like, what are you fucking doing? Yep. And every time it costs him money. Because last couple episodes back, he just bought her that fucking fur coat to apologize. Was that a couple episodes ago?
0: Uh, I thought it was.
1: I thought it was a season finale. Oh, well, I
0: thought... <laughs> <What's he? laughs>
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I, didn't, I didn't write that shit down, but... Huh. I'm trying to think.
1: I thought
0: I, it was. I, I want to say it's a season finale. Huh? Anyways, uh, I gave this episode a 10 out of 10, sir.
1: I gave it a nine and a half. Okay. Uh, I, I, I got to take back. Uh, they killed my favorite guy. So they lose half a point <laughs> for that. <laughs> this dude's so fucking petty. <laughs> <laughs> <did> Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Episode 13, the season finale. Funhouse. Tony gets food poisoning the day before Meadows' graduation. While trying to recover, his dreams lead him to resurrect old suspicions about an old friend. The FBI executes a search warrant and arrest Tony. What did you think about this one, sir? I,
1: I I'm torn. It was a very good episode, but at the same time, I think some of the dream sequences I've never really understood, like what made him all of a sudden connect that pussy was the rat you yeah, know
0: that is that is the biggest question that i have as well cuz i dude i'm telling you i paid the fuck attention to those dream sequences i was like i'm trying to find the little clues but there aren't any
1: well you know in the last episode they're all sitting around they're talking about <coughs> it's furio and sill and Pussy and then he said he's talking about the calling card and he explains it to Furio you know, how the calling card scheme works. And Tony gives uh Pussy this this look and it's like he's suspect of him, but that's the only thing I could ever pick up on yeah. that would push him toward
0: this. I think I will agree with you. I do remember him giving that look to him. I'm like, is this the moment that he finds out? But he doesn't, you know, make heads or tails of it until this episode when he, has, he starts having his dreams. I I thought the overall episode was uh was phenomenal. A lot of it is kind of a, a slow burn. So if you're not into kind of the, the slower style episodes, then obviously this probably won't be for you. Uh, they really take their time with the main plot points. Almost feels like a two-part finale, kind of like what I said er- uh, earlier. Uh, they do it just enough to kind of tease season three for me with him being arrested, plus the marriage woes. uh, You know, I'll, we get a lot of shit with, with pussy. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, the, the best thing was, you know, they really did have, they built this relationship or this conflict up for two seasons. And, you know, if finally, we get it, you know, maybe, maybe pussy has been the overall villain this whole time for the first two seasons. When you think about it, He is the, he is the one that has been kind of lurking in the shadows being detrimental to Tony and, you know, his, uh, his life and whatnot.
1: You know, I have never thought of it that way, but my fucking mind is blown to her. That is.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I mean, that's what I'm assuming anyways, that they, that they meant to do that. And kind of make him the overarching villain for the first two seasons. Because after this, no spoilers, but they kind of dive into some of the uh the outside mobs, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Dude, hey, that was like so psychologically deep. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. I can I can't <laughs> like I should buy you dinner. <laughs> That's the
0: first time I ever heard that. <laughs> but I I thought they did a great job just building it up for like the last two seasons. And then this episode, like I said, they kind of make it a slow burn. They start off with the dream sequences and then, you know, classic Tony being paranoid, you know, he, he goes in there uninvited and you can kind of tell that pussy is, is kind of keyed to what they're doing, but there's not really anything he can do, you know, because if he tries to prevent them, then, that's just gonna set them off, right? So they get on the boat, and then one thing I will say that I'm kind of surprised that they didn't do, and I'm not sure if I like it this way or not. They didn't really have a whole lot of reminiscing on the boat, you know, about about their brotherhood and you know them being best friends and shit like that. It was kind of just a, why'd you fucking do this to me?
1: Do you okay. think he knew when he got on the boat? <clears throat> when they went for a boat ride?
0: Oh, he fucking knew. Because that
1: look, that look he gave. I kind of thought that myself.
0: Yeah. Look, look at some of his facial expressions and some of his cues with like his hands when he's walking and he just looks around when they're trying to get on the boat. Like, yeah, I do knew He knew.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But you know, it's, it's it's a good testimony to their writing and the development because it in Infuriates me that he was the snitch and got killed off, and it. On the same token, I hate that Richie was killed off.
0: It's like two of your favorite characters got killed off in two episodes.
1: I know, man. Isn't that a big fuck you? If I've never seen
0: one, <laughs> this is bullshit.
1: <laughs> I want my money back. Uh,
0: but we do get the uh, the classic line on my mother's eyes. I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forget who who said that earlier this uh, uh, in season one.
1: Uh, that was Tony when he went up to Pauly. He's like,
0: uh, "On your mother's eyes."
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or maybe she get cancer of the eye, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's
0: what it was. That's what it was.
1: <laughs> but did you did you get the the clap back from uh, this season to last season when Pussy admits to eating Pussy? Wait, what? Pussy admits to eating Pussy
0: yes yes he did at the very yes I caught that I was like wow I can't believe he uh I can't believe he admitted that
1: yeah and all the guys were like uh <laughs> but <laughs> you know buff- <laughs> but what what did uh what did Tony call it at this in the season one he called it uh oh shit I can't believe I can't believe we're in a war over uh giving head something else Damn. Cuddlings. Oh. Did he call it cuddlings? Cunnelingus. Uh man,
0: you remember. laughed
1: about me and you laughed about it because I, I Yeah, I don't remember. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what can I
0: do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh so I love how Carmela like again we're we're still developing that whole marriage shit where Carmela's is she's basically shutting down at this point on the marriage. But as soon as she res- as she receives that that coat she's get back in and dude when she gets the coat you know the whole episode she's she's basically shutting down right. You know she's not really giving him much attention, she's not really conversing with him or not and he gives her the coat and then She's all like, oh my god, you know, and she's like, she's back with the marriage, right? So how'd that go made, again? It made me think of just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't appreciate you fucking just glancing over my uh you get cancer of the
0: eyes. <laughs> oh, I'm going to I'm going to feel really bad if you do get cancer eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah thank you
0: <clears throat> uh but yeah man just overall just I thought I was I thought it was a great episode um I thought the costume makeup design was fantastic in this episode because Tony looked like absolute dog shit warmed over uh in this episode so I mean he he legitimately looked sick unless he was sick in real life I don't know but uh I thought the uh the the makeup and all that looked what looked really really great and then I you
1: know, <laughs> I, I I'd have to agree with that man I, I've never it, he acted it so well
0: and the dude looked like total dog shit total dog
1: and shit. and you know we get a, just a little bit of Artie Bucco and that dude was on his fucking game he was like whoa whoa oh I, I pick all the the shellfish myself
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't normally get stuff away f- away from the restaurant. If you've noticed no, that,
1: it, it, I can think cool. of
0: a few scenes, a few episodes where he has had conversations with Tony or any other characters outside of the restaurant. So I wish we had more time with him. Uh, I'm hoping season three kind of picks up with the uh, the Artie Bucco shit, but uh, yeah, I I thought what he what what little he did in this episode was was great.
1: You know, uh, over time, I think he's becoming one of my favorite characters because he's the most I don't know like you can uh, most like us I guess yeah you know shit pisses you off and you want to do something about it but you're like I'm kind of fucking powerless <laughs> 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 wow that that hits home <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I, you know I'm over here get fucked at work I'm like you motherfuckers and I'm like Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta pay my mortgage this month. Never mind.
0: I like can already <laughs> <Ari> buco today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I gave this uh, I gave this episode a ten out of ten. Yeah, I did too, man. It was it was good. Uh, I just I really hate that they killed off Pussy. I really <laughs> I really liked. I really like that character. Man, it was w- written so well, and it was nice to see them wrap up the David uh, the Davies scatina thing and even at the end of it Tony's like dude you're such a fucking loser I just took you to the bank and now you're going to Vegas <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey man that's <laughs> it's all part of it I guess
1: yeah yeah
0: <clears throat> so yeah Uh, let's see here now that we're kind of done with the overall season let's give our Joe impressions of season season one I gave it an 8.3 do you remember what you gave season one?
1: Not a clue.
0: I want to say you gave like an eight point one or some shit like that. If if I'm
1: right, I'll go, I'll go with that. I mean, I I don't know how to do averages. I, I need you to explain that to me.
0: <laughs> this guy right here. <laughs> so I was kind of surprised by how low the score was because I gave a lot of nines and a lot of tens in this in this season. And end up being an eight point eight. For me, the uh, the Italy episode definitely brought down the overall score because I ended up giving that like a six. And then Chris's screenplay episode uh, definitely really brought down the the overall season. But just kind of talking about the whole season. I absolutely love, love this season. I'm actually I feel like it should be a nine overall, but hey, I'll be fair and stick with 8.8. I... I love every scene with Richie and Tony. You know, Richie, it, it, he's just one of those guys that you can't wait for him to get more screen time. You know? And then, obviously, some of the plot lines with Pussy, it was pretty great. I think when he becomes wishy-washy with, the, uh, with, with what he's doing, we know when he's being vindictive and he really wants to stick it to Tony. I don't necessarily like that angle of it. I kind of like... Where he struggles with the whole thing of being a snitch and whatnot. I thought some of the best scenes in the in the season was when he was just sitting there just fucking crying and just being depressed about it, you know? Uh when he's actually going out of his way to fuck Tony. Uh, you know, I mean, it's still good, it's still great, but uh I, I definitely prefer it when he's when he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders, when he's about to fuck his friend, not in a good way. Shout out. Uh, shout out to that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, the Janice, Rich I've never been a huge fan of Janice, but in this season, I would say that I've she's really grown on me in terms of what she what they were able to do with her character. And then I think the biggest thing outside of Richie for the season and pussy has been Carmela. I think what they have done with her this season has been absolutely phenomenal. And especially in the last, you know, these last four episodes where that marriage is just, just collapsing every single episode, you know? And uh, I- I'm definitely interested in seeing where it goes from season three into season three.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. But I, uh, mine came out to be a nine. Uh, just, just the writing alone in this season was phenomenal. The development of characters. You know, we got inter- introduction of several... Characters that will play out later on in these episodes. You got the Jackie Jr. coming in. You got Alley Boy Barisci. You got the, the Pardon me. Ralph. Ralphie. Hell yeah, boy! That's spoiler alert, but yeah. <laughs> and, and we also got to see Vito uh, in this season. Yeah, you know, he, I he, forgot he, to mention. Come, him. I did too. Uh, you know he'll come into play later on. Uh, I just think a lot of. Uh, seeds were planted in this this one and. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what are you saying now? <laughs> you fucked me up. You got me. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> I really did enjoy the uh, <clears throat> the aspect of Carmen Tony's problems, how they, you know, the the ups and downs in their relationships, and it and it seems like it's like headed straight to rock bottom now.
0: Who knows, sir? Who knows? I mean, I know. You know. But the listeners out there, who knows?
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, I thought this season was 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 fucking great, man. I, I'm loving, loving recording these episodes with you. Uh, but with that being said, as we have done with the uh, in between season one and season two, we are going to take uh, a few weeks to, to watch some movies. And we're going to do a little bit do a little little different stuff uh, for y'all. So next week, we are going to be reviewing Top Gun Maverick. I am so fucking ready to re-watch that movie because it was fucking amazing. No spoilers and, for my review. <laughs> and
1: you're a fucking Tom Cruise digger writer.
0: <laughs> uh, for Top Gun, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun yes uh, so I'm definitely I've been waiting to do the review with Josh so he could he could also do the review with me so uh, we will be doing that next week and then uh, over the next like this, like I said we'll do about three movie reviews and then we will come back to season three give us a nice little break in between uh, several new movies have come out here recently so definitely need to check those out uh, but you have anything else you want to say sir before we cut out of here no sir all right, guys. Well, that's going to be it from us. Thank you for joining us for the series so far. Uh, let us know in our Discord by going to patreon.com slash 2game, joining us there, and you can comment in our Discord. Let us know what you think about these reviews, or you can leave us a comment on Facebook, or you can email me, 2 at gmail.com. Uh, but until next week, we'll catch y'all on another review. Laters. Later.